Welcome to Zurich's Risk Insight Series on Coronavirus, what businesses need to know now. Hi, I'm David Hilgen from Zurich North America, and today we're speaking with Richard Gallagher, Property Technical Director for the Zurich Services Corporation. Richard has been a risk engineer with Zurich for more than 17 years. Hi Richard, I see you're still working in your basement office in Delaware. How are you holding up since coronavirus forced most of us to stay at home? Well, it's nice and cool here in the basement, so uh, I'm managing to uh, stay cool and uh, also plenty of work to do, so I'm doing quite well. Thank you. Richard, you've written an article about the need for businesses to carefully consider how to restart facilities as the economy reopens and employees prepare to return to the workplace after COVID-19 closures. The article was inspired by some risk topics that Zurich Risk Engineering created to offer guidance to our customers. What are some of the dangers and business risks that may lurk when businesses return to idle facilities? Well, I guess I would begin by pointing out that restarting after an extended shutdown, it's not like coming back from a long weekend. Equipment may need to catch up with routine maintenance and equipment may have been exposed to damage. Uh, think about it, during a shutdown, there'll be plenty of sources of damage. For example, corrosion, water leaks, lightning strikes, and even rodents and vermin. So simply turning on equipment isn't a good idea. That may lead to surprises such as mechanical or electrical breakdown. And keep in mind, equipment breakdown may not just stop with equipment damage. It may also lead to fire. So I guess the best way to sum it up is that a rush to restart could just be a rush to an extended facility shutdown. In the article you wrote, you provide links with detailed steps for businesses to take before, during, and after a restart. What are some of the most important things to remember? Well, perhaps the most important point is to have qualified people handle the equipment startup. This may include electricians, plumbers, mechanical technicians, or even your process operators. Before startup, have them conduct a visual inspection of all equipment. Look for signs of damage and make any needed repairs. Then verify environmental conditions around the equipment, such as temperature and humidity are in the appropriate range. And then review the manufacturer's instructions and bring all maintenance up to date. During startup, once again, follow the manufacturer's instructions. In particular, there are step-by-step -step startup instructions. They provided them for a really good reason. And after startup, maintain close supervision of the equipment for the first 24 hours and be prepared to implement shutdown procedures at the first hint of trouble. Richard, as you know, boilers are often overlooked when restarting facilities. It's not as simple as flipping a switch. What can go wrong if a boiler restart is not done properly? And what are some of the things that businesses need to do to ensure a safe restart? That's a great question. After an extended shutdown, a boiler restart will involve a cold boiler. And as it restarts, the cold boiler and its associated piping all have to heat up and expand. So the first thought is all the expansion joints throughout the system need to be inspected to make sure that they are free to grow as the heat increases. Uh, also, as with any equipment, there will be a need to confirm all inspection, testing, and maintenance is up to date. And as the boiler is a fired pressure vessel, there'll be a need to confirm any legal inspections are also up to date. Once again, have qualified people handle the restart and verify they have access to the manufacturer's operating manual. That manual 
should provide detailed procedures on how to start a cold boiler. And remember, the boiler is a fired pressure vessel. Severe losses are possible if operating procedures aren't followed or if safety controls are bypassed. Such losses may involve internal boiler damage or even a boiler explosion. Richard, I know there have been a lot of temporary shutdowns due to the coronavirus. How have, how have we at Zurich been able to, to assist our customers while keeping our employees safe as well as our customers safe? We, we've been utilizing technology uh, to its greatest possible advantage. Uh, things such as Zurich remote assessments where we can actually interact with a customer um, through an iPhone and a laptop to go ahead and walk through and do a virtual facility tour. And so we can still assist a customer with any type of a routine site risk assessment or even new projects that they're working on or any change that they may be contemplating. So we've been very successful with the Zurich tools that we have um, to maintain that ongoing contact as if we were right on site with the customer. Richard, thank you for your time. Thank you for your insights. I hope we can meet again in person when this is all over. Yep, very pleased to uh, take a chance to speak with you, David, and uh, share some thoughts and ideas, and uh, look forward to seeing you as well. Take care. For more information about transitioning back to the workplace during coronavirus, go to zurichna.com slash COVID-19. The information in this audio recording was compiled from sources believed to be reliable for general information purposes and is intended for Zurich clients and business partners. The information contained herein may be useful to you or your enterprise when developing your own policies and procedures. The policies and procedures applicable to your enterprise should take into account the specific circumstances of your business and business environment, which is beyond the capacity of this podcast. Any and all information provided is not intended to constitute advice of any nature and is specifically not legal advice, and accordingly, you should consult with your own legal counsel. We do not guarantee the accuracy of this information presented or any results and further assume no liability in connection with this recording and the information provided therein. Moreover, Zurich reminds you that the information provided cannot be assumed to contain every acceptable safety and compliance procedure or that additional procedures might not be appropriate under the circumstances. The subject matter of this recording is not tied to any specific insurance product, nor will adopting these policies and procedures ensure coverage under any insurance policy. We encourage listeners to seek additional information from credible sources. Thank you.